Okay, hello world. If you're watching the video, you're like, I know who that is. It's Tamsin <laughs> Hall. That is the Tamsin Hall. <laughs> yes, you're right. Tamsin is with me again on the How to Podcast series. My co-host returning again. Like, you know, I'm I'm thrilled to have you back. Welcome back, Tamsin, and uh, happy holidays to you in advance. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas, everybody. I right? love this time of year. I love it. Love okay, it. What's, what is Tamsin Hall's family tradition at this time of year? Oh, so our tradition is we don't buy each other Christmas cards. So instead, me, my husband and my son, we go to a local bookshop and we choose a book. And then inside that book, the other two people write in the book a message for the year. So uh, have a great Christmas. Thank you for everything you've done this year. Next year, you're going to be great at X, Y, and Z. And lots of love from each of us. So that's how. And then wow. we go out for dinner afterwards with our books. See? what? Okay, so I'm in Canada. Tell me what it's like in England at Christmas. Like, what is what is something that you enjoy seeing or participating in? Because you're, like, in a historical place in the world. And mm. I'm, I'm just curious. What does it feel like what, when you walk the streets at Christmas? Can you kind of give us an insight on that? Yeah. So, yes, I I love Christmas markets. I love Christmas decorations, lights everywhere. People walking around in Christmas hats. We have chestnuts roasting, that song, chestnuts roasting. You know, you do have that. You have people in the streets roasting chestnuts. And yesterday was my son's carol service. So we... I don't know if you've ever heard of Arundel in England, West Sussex mm. in England. Well, he had a um, a carol service in the cathedral, Arundel Cathedral. So it's this great big cathedral, old, old building. And it was just beautiful. There was trees, Christmas trees, lights, Christmas carols. It was, it was fabulous. It was really the start of the year. So I just... I love all of that, just being with people outside, walking the streets, Christmas markets, Christmas lights. Yeah, so much fun. Nice. I love that. That's uh, Yeah, that sounds like Canada too. Like, I love those yes. little pop-up markets where you can mm. kind of meet the vendor and talk to them directly. And, you know, you can shop the big stores. Yeah, yeah. But when you can talk to somebody directly who makes yes. that product and, you know, whatever, I, I, I find that to be more more enjoyable. And the fact that the money's going straight to that person. Absolutely. Rather than some big organization. Yes. I know that's convenient to shop big stores, but I like to, to support local as much as I can. So mm. sounds good. Sounds good. I'm ready. Let's I'm gonna hop on a plane and do some shopping in London. Come on over, come on over. Yeah. Right, come on, right? Absolutely. Yeah, let's go. do it. <laughs> okay, so today we're gonna talk about something you're doing, which I'm a big fan of, on YouTube and Instagram. You are sharing your 12 days of Christmas ideas geared towards business owners and people in the business space. Mm-hmm. But I want to kind of hijack some of your thoughts. Let's and do I it. think you're up to day five mm-hmm. on your list so far. Lots of good stuff coming. But I want to hijack some of that and kind of adapt what you're talking about towards content makers, creators, podcasters, authors, musicians. I don't know, whatever you're doing and you're creating something. Your ideas are awesome. What you're sharing is great, great content. But let's kind of, we're going to have a link to your YouTube channel and everything and your Instagram. Go there and follow on the journey. It's great. Um, And I love it. So I would love to kind of go through your, the five that are released right now. Mm -hmm. And let's have a little conversation around that. And then after that, near the end of this, I like to kind of talk about our 
a year-end review. How do we close off this year in a good way, prepare, set ourselves up for success next year? Maybe some tips from you as well about how to close off the year. So let's jump back to your 12 days of Christmas. We'll do five of them because that's what's released. We want to give away everything right now. <laughs> you have to follow for the journey. Yes, let's, absolutely. Let's come start. Let's me. start about this. Where did the idea come from to do this, first of all? Yeah, okay. So it's actually the, the title of it is 12 Days of Workplace Happiness to Create High-Performing Teams. So as you know, I'm a performance psychology coach all about high-performing, high-performance, whether you're a CEO, a business owner, or a leader. So to me, creating high-performing teams and people is something that I've been doing for decades, something that a lot of my studies were around, kind of that groups of those groups of people, when they work well, when they don't work well, how they can work well together, how to get over those bumps in the road where maybe they aren't working well together. So team culture and teams, high performance is everything that I do very naturally. And I've got a leadership program that I'm launching in January, February time. And I've been <laughs> I've been listening to these gurus, business coaches, all these people that say this is what you have to do and you have to have this funnel and you have to do this and people have to get to know you. And, and there's some elements of it that I think, yes, absolutely, I need to do. Some ele- em- elements of it just aren't for me. But I get the concept that people have to know me. They have to be able to listen to me, to understand what I'm saying, to want to work with me, just to get to know me. So I thought, okay, how can I do this in a way that gives people so much they get to see me they get to understand that I really do know my stuff in this and that I can really help them to up level so that's where the concept came from and then I thought okay how how am I going to do this what am I going to do we're coming up to Christmas you have the 12 days of Christmas on the first day fourth day fifth day whatever I'm not going to sing I can't sing um, <laughs> so I just thought you know I'm just going to take it and I'm going to adapt it and I'm going to give 12 days of Christmas so 12 ways to really create high performing teams but of course as you touched on all of this is transferable whether you are a leader whether you have 50 staff whether it's just one person in your organization that's you whether you are a service product musician whoever you are all of these skills are transferable and they're relevant whether it's in organizations or at home in relationships it's all transferable so that's where the idea came from okay so uh one thing i I notice in podcasting content creation and in business is it can become heartless. Mm-hmm. It can almost become selfish. And by that, I mean, I create a podcast and send it out to the world. And it's more about me and less about my audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yes. Or yeah. it is for my for my business, mm-hmm. right? I have a staff. Great. I have a staff. But my business is all about me and my success. And my team is just there to execute my vision and my goal. And I really... I'm not connected with my team. I'm not connecting with my audience. And I don't care if I have a listener. I don't care if I have a response. I don't care about my team in a sense. I just want to see success for me personally. And I find that to be 
unnerving, I guess, and a little bit, I feel like it puts a space between us as a content creator, a business owner, and our audience. It creates a little bit of a gap. Really does. And in that gap, a lot of things fall through that space. Yeah. And that connection's lost. So what I love about you're talking about is it seems like you're putting the heart of the person back into business. Mm. You want people to connect with each other. You want to value your team. There's a lot of that undercurrent of how do we make our team stronger by connection? Yes. And I think that's something that we all need. No matter what you do in life, we need to put the human element back into our business, our content strategy, our podcast, our book, whatever that is. We need to get that human element back. And that's why I'm really happy to talk about this stuff today. We really do. And unfortunately, sorry, I'll wait for the dog to stop barking. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, it's so common. There is this huge disconnect. People don't understand that whether it's their staff, their staff are their biggest asset. Their staff will make or break their company. And people don't get that. People, just business owners, the old, old managers, the old style management is is very different to what people need now. And actually, in my, my research that I did, it, w- it became very apparent to me very, very quickly that there is this link between if you're happy, you are high performing. So the happier you are the higher you perform. There's loads of research out there. There's there's varying stats from, I think the highest I found is 28%. So if you're happier, you are 28% more productive. So if you're happier in your job, if you're happier in your business, if you're happy recording podcasts, whatever it is you're doing, you're 28% more productive. So isn't that just a no-brainer that we keep our staff happy? And if we keep them happy, they're going to work harder for us but also they're happy inside they're living a great life because they're happy and so the research that I did was okay I thought before I did my research that it was fun that made people happy so my research was all about play so incorporating play at work or in business so whether it's play there's there's lego so lego do lego serious play for example they take lego into boardroom so i was very interested in that and the link between okay if people are playing and and they're having fun are they happier but actually it isn't necessarily the playing that makes them happier it isn't necessarily the fun it's the connection it's being connected to others it's feeling valued by others it's having time and space with others and actually I don't know if you've if you've heard of it but it goes back to Maslow so so Abraham Maslow hierarchy of needs you know in that hierarchy of needs what actually people truly need at the top of that triangle is the human connection the feeling valued feeling listened to feeling heard so whether you have a hundred staff, whether you have relationships, friendships, children, podcast listeners, customers, clients, whoever, what those people really need to feel happy is to feel valued and listened to. And then if they do that, they will be, we will be high performing because that's what happens. That's the trajectory that we go on. If we're happier, we perform higher. I love it. 
Okay, so let's get into these because you have five for us. And now, there's a fun of co-hosting is you can just switch drivers at any time. You're driving. You're up. I want to listen and I want to learn. <laughs> I'm here to learn, Tamsin. So I'll chime in. But I would love if you kind of lead us through these because, again, go to the YouTube channel. Check out Tamsin Hall. Links in the show notes. But now you get a chance to hear it again in a little bit expanded version of what Tamsin's been sharing online. So, Tamsin. You're driving now. I'm the passenger. This will be fun. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So, 12 days of happiness. The first day, so my number one tip is having time off. So, giving people around you time off, whether it is your staff, whether it's your family, whether it's your wife, your husband, whoever it is in your space. Give them time off. Give yourself time off. If you're a business owner, just give yourself time off. The great thing to do at the moment is give people time off to go Christmas shopping in business hours, work time. Because let's be honest, I don't know about in Canada, Dave, but certainly in the UK, trying to do Christmas shopping at weekends is an absolute nightmare. Traffic, kids, so many people. It's just, it's so stressful. What we want is we want our people, we want ourselves, we want our families to have the time at the weekends to relax, enjoy themselves and have fun. If they're having to go Christmas shopping, they're going to be stressed. We don't want that. We don't want people stressed. We don't want, I don't want anybody to be stressed. I don't want business owners, executives. Nobody needs to be stressed because of Christmas shopping. So find the time to give some time. So if you if you have staff, if you have if you have people that work for you, just give them a couple of hours off. Some organizations give a whole day, some organizations give half a day. But also think about you. Give your time off. When can you afford to have half a day to go Christmas shopping that is not when you're supposed to be seeing friends, seeing family, looking after kids, all of that stuff. Do it in time when you're supposed to be working because I promise you, once you get that done, once your people get that done, other half, husband, wife, whoever it is that you're going to give some time to, they will be so more, so much more productive in the other hours of that day because they'll be so grateful they've had time on their own when the shops are quiet to do Christmas shopping. So that's my first. It's tip. um, it's a great investment in your team, mm. right? Because the other part of it too, then, is if my company, my boss, my whatever, allows me the freedom to shop on their time. If somebody comes along, Tamsin, and offers me a job and asks and trying to woo me or convince me to leave my current employer who values me and gives me this space, like this, for example, they try to bring me to their company and they don't offer that. Yep. Think I'm going to leave? Absolutely. Why would I leave? Tamsin gives me this time to mm-hmm. to do something on, on company time. I get to go shopping because she values me. I don't really know if I want to be interested in the alternative because I value Tamsin as a, an employer. So I'm going to stay with Tamsin. So you, yes, it's going to cost you product productivity. It's going to cost you business hours. There's a hit to your business. Your business still has to run. But if you can carve out time like that during business hours to 
give that freedom back to your team, you've just secured potentially some loyalty from your team back to you as a business. Absolutely. Some organizations actually have it as part of an incentive. So in the job offer, they give every single one of their employees a day off for Christmas. And obviously, you know, we're, we're very close to Christmas now. So it's probably not possible this year, but maybe next year you can think about actually how do I make that that I give every single member of my team a day off, just a day off for free, go and do your Christmas shopping on my time. It, the impact is huge, is huge on your people and on product productivity. And it will be on you too if 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 you are everything in your business. It's it's something that is is very welcome. It's very welcome. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Awesome. So uh, should I go on to day two? Let's do day two. I love it. Let's do day two. Okay, so day two actually is is a really good um, build on from from giving some a, a day off or some time off for Christmas shopping, because it is all about work life balance and flexible working. So, as you said, productivity and freedom. Actually, if you give people the autonomy to work flexibly and to have that freedom they will be more productive without a doubt. And I find when I'm working with with business owners, and obviously, as we said, service providers, product, um, product creators, content writers, podcasters, this applies to all of you. If you are flexible with your time and with your people's time and you have a work-life balance, you will be a lot more productive than if you decide to work 15-hour days, seven days a week. That does not work. You have to filter in things that you love to do. And especially at at this time of year, if, if you have kids, go to their nativity play. If your people have kids, let them go to their nativity play. Let them go to their the Christmas carol service. Let them do what they need to do because they won't take the mickey. They won't be, oh, do you know what? My employees give me two hours to go to a nativity play. I'm going to do nothing all day. No, they will work so much harder in the time they're in because they know they've got the time doing what they love to do. It's... If you can get work-life balance and flexible working right for you as a business owner, for your people, for people around you, stress, overwhelm, anxiety, burnout will not be as prevalent as they are now. I don't know the stats, but there are just so many people hitting that wall, hitting that I'm burnt out, I'm stressed, I can't physically do this anymore, I'm, I'm at the end. Actually, if we had a culture of flexible working and work-life balance and encourage that, we won't, we wouldn't see it as much as we are now. Because people tend, I feel like because we're working from home so much more, people feel like if they're working at home, they have to work longer hours to prove that they're working hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that isn't healthy. No. Yeah. And there's seasons, right? There's seasons to your work-life balance. You might have a big project that is going to require you to stay and do a little extra, but that should be the, that should be balanced as as well with times when you can leave early. You got to have both. 
right? So yes. I see I see it kind of weighted heavily towards more life, mm-hmm. less work. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be times when you do need to step up and be a part of, of the team and support. So yeah, good. The also the other thing to add here is breaks and lunch breaks. If you are a leader and you do have staff that look to you, make sure you have lunch breaks because we all need to get away from our desks. Ideally, we take five, 10 minutes every hour. And I've had people gasp when I've when I've said that. But actually, if you take that time every hour to walk away from your desk, clear your head, have a break away from, you know, put some music on, dance, go outside, throw the ball for the dog, whatever it is that you can do in those five, 10 minutes, you will come back to your desk fresh, ready and so much more capable than if you just plowed through to try and get something done. Regular breaks and lunch breaks are just so important and research shows that if people take breaks they are more creative when they come back to their desk so that's really important as well so don't take a break during the podcast because we want you to stay around because there's more stuff coming um after the podcast you can take a break but yes uh stay with tamsin because she's just helping us so much (laughs) this is great i love it okay so let's go number three what do you got okay so number three is one of my favorites in fact i like them all but this is one of my favorites is getting to know people so as we said earlier maslow's hierarchy of needs as my research project shown as so many other research projects has shown giving people our time and valuing them and getting to know them is one of the best ways to help them feel listened to and heard now Mm -hmm. I used to have this, I used to have to, I don't know what I'm going to whisper here. There's no point whispering. I'm either going to say it or I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Love it. I, I used to have this boss who would say, how are you? How was your weekend? And instantly turn to check their emails and not listen. If you're going to do that, <laughs> literally. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. If you're going to do it, there's no point asking. because that makes people feel like you they are nothing to you you you're better off not even asking if you have a really important email to check just check your email and then give your staff or give your people attention the most powerful thing that I do is I remember people's children's names pets names and remember what they're doing so if Flossie has is is Mary in the nativity nativity show I'd ask how did Mary, how did Flossie get on how was she and you will see people just feel part of something feel like they're so important because you've remembered their kids names you've remembered what's going on in their life and that is so powerful so getting to know your people getting to know your audience, getting to know your customers, getting to know your friends, your family, without technology, without phones getting in the way, just give them your undivided attention. Our time is something that is so precious because we can't get it back. And if you give that time to somebody, they will feel like they're the most important person in your life at that moment. They will feel valued. They will feel heard. They'll feel listened to. They'll feel part of something. And they'll then be happier. And so you'll not only enrich their life, but they'll be high-performing 
and they will achieve great results because of you giving them just a few minutes of your time. So important, so important. And one thing I love about podcasting is by doing interviews, co-hosting with other people, is you get to learn how to be an active listener. Not speaking over each other, not cutting each off, not trying to one-up their story with my stories. Well, I I did that too. And you really learn how to just be quiet and engaged away from your phone and just listen to somebody and allow them to complete their thought. You can take that skill that you learn by doing a podcast and take that into business, take that into your, your marriage, your relationships, where you, you're sitting at a little cafe and the person in front of you is pouring their heart out to you. And instead of sitting there on your phone, checking out your latest posts, you're one-on-one and you're giving them the space to be a real person and to share their real thoughts. I just think this kind of way of doing podcasting is a great way to listen to people and connect with people that you maybe might not meet in person right away, but it's a great way for you to just kind of build those relationships and to become a better listener. So that's why I love podcasting. I think that's just so true. And I'm trying to really move away from the culture of I'm better, I'm better. I've got more important things to say. I'm this, I'm that, me, 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 me. That doesn't that doesn't work for anybody. It doesn't impress anybody. Actually, and I'll come on to this in, in later days, my I think it's day four, maybe day five. But everyone has so much to bring to the table. If we're not listening, if we're listening to respond rather than listening to listen, yeah. we're not going to hear what they're bringing to the table. Yeah. Exactly. And so that to me, getting to know your people, getting to know people around you. And there's something else that I love in here. One of my tips is celebrating people's birthdays. I love, so I, you can probably tell, I love Christmas. I love birthdays. I love celebration, celebrating because I feel like we have every single person is worthy of a really big celebration. So anybody who has a birthday, I'm, I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to make you feel so special, whether that's a customer, if I know that it's their birthday, a client, one of my staff, a colleague, podcast listener you know if you know it's their birthday give them a shout out yeah and if you make them feel truly special but really get to know them exactly i love it it's good it's okay. good all right so day four tip number four actually is it we've moved on very seamlessly you'd think i've put these days together in a in a in an order hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> is listen. So it's listening. It's listening to other people and listening to their ideas. Ask your people, your customers, your clients, what's going on? What can what do they need from you? What do they what do they want? What's happening for them? If you listen to their ideas, your business, your podcast, your 
whatever it is, is going to be so much more successful because we don't know everything as podcast owners, as business owners, as leaders. We don't know everything. I do not walk into a business knowing everything. I don't walk into a training environment knowing everything. Everybody else around the table has so much to give. If we can work collaboratively and we can listen to people and hear what they need, we can give it to them. And then everything is going Mm. to be so much better because we're listening to their ideas. Nice. I kind of, when you're talking, I'm thinking of a coach on a sports team. Mm. They come into the organization. They don't play every every spot. They don't play every role Mm -hmm. in the team, but they know how to bring the best out of the team. It'll let everybody find their roles, right? So that's coaching right there. I love it. Good. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think if we can encourage people to share their ideas, to share their thoughts in a really safe way, they will feel valued, listened to. And actually, we'll go on something that we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast, which is about brainstorming and thinking about future months, next year, what's worked well in the past, maybe what hasn't worked well in the past. Brainstorming in a really safe environment. I've got, I have this, I do this with a couple of my clients where we have in a room, if I can do it, everyone has beanbags, everyone has, you know, it's, it's low lighting, soft music, beanbags, coffee, biscuits, yeah, it's it's just a great environment. Loads of loads of stationery, loads of paper, post-it notes, flip charts, pens, and we can just brainstorm and just talk about things in a really safe way where everybody has a voice, everybody has something to bring to the table. Nothing's judged, it's all open. The ideas that come out are just superb, just fabulous. Mm. So that's something that is a way to listen and listen to yourself as well. So if your business is is you, listen to yourself. Because we're so good at shutting ourselves down and not listening to what, what, what we're trying to say to ourselves. Actually listening to ourselves and brainstorming and getting that paper and the stationery and the, the, the post-it notes and just writing things down. You'll be amazed at what ideas come up. So listening. And then day five is about open communication and transparency. I'm a fan of honesty and transparency. I can remember being witness to and actually having it done to me as well, but but where managers leave things for months and then bring something up at the end of the year review and say well you did this wrong six months ago Hmm. that doesn't work actually just addressing it there and then in a in a non-judgmental in an okay way to say to actually this thing that you've written or this piece of content that you've done actually needs a bit of tweaking. Can we sit down, spend half an hour together, get it right? What's that going to do? That's going to make sure that it doesn't keep happening, that the person isn't, you know, bumbling along on their merry way thinking everything's fine when it isn't. 
And it just isn't, it doesn't create a good culture. Honesty, transparency, open communication with your clients, with your people in relationships is so important. If something can't happen, be open and honest as to why. If your client wants something or your listener says to you, I want you to do something that is so way out there that is just not possible, rather than just saying no, just say no and explain why. The why will get the people's buy-in. So mm. if one of your staff come to you and say, Dave, I really need to have Christmas Eve off. I really need to have Christmas Eve off. It's my daughter's nativity play. She's meeting Father Christmas. I need to be there. I have to have that time off. If you can't physically give it to her, rather than just saying, no, can't do it, explain why and say, if you can think of another re- another way, let's discuss it. But at the moment, I have four people off. I've got... 20 orders that need to go out I've got phone calls coming in I need I just I don't have the capacity to let you have any time off however if you can think of another solution or you can swap your hours of course you can have that time off but this is why I can't give it to you and that person's going to walk away feeling okay can I do something about it if I can't it's this next year I need to be more organized rather than just hearing a no and walking away and feeling really, really just unvalued, disrespected, you know, feeling really annoyed that they can't have that time off. Actually, if they understand why, everything's going to be better. Everything's going to be better. Yeah. And you're, again, leading by example uh, in a podcast setting, maybe if you're a host of a podcast and you have a guest, instead of asking them a question and expecting them to go down that path maybe you open the door by sharing a little bit about your story mm. and then you know, that opens the door for them to follow you through the door and expand on their story right so you're create you're not just pushing people ahead of you but you're saying hey i this is what i struggle with and then tell me about your struggle it's like you've now you have a common bond and the communication gets deeper so, and i like i like that i love that because as podcast owners and and we we sometimes expect people to come onto our podcasts and be really vulnerable and share things that are you know vulnerable and and open and honest and if we haven't given them that level of respect by saying actually this is my story why why would we expect them to do the same it has to work both ways doesn't it yeah. It's amazing. So you have more days coming up and people are going to follow along on YouTube and Instagram on through your website. Uh, let's plug the website before we jump into the year and review stuff. Where does everybody find you, Tamsin? So I am Tamsin Hall Coaching. So my website is tamsinhallcoaching.co.uk. YouTube is Tamsin Hall Coaching. I've only just set up my YouTube for this for this for my 12 days of of um of christmas so it's very new i would really appreciate some some likes and some some shares on that that'd be fabulous thank you but yes i'm I'm tamsin hall coaching so that is me that's where you can find me should we so take a look at your analytics because you might see somebody in canada <laughs> I love that. has been thank interacting you. <laughs> with you today leaving you thank comments you. and all that subscribe <laughs> follow hit the bell you know all that stuff. Oh, that's so. Check your that. stats. Check your stats. Okay, thank you. Um, it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to do it, and that's the other thing I would suggest 
for all podcasters, any content creators, if you're going to ask your audience to do something, you better well be ready to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to ask somebody to go follow you or leave you a comment, my question back to you as a podcaster is, when was the last time you've done that? And if you've never done it, but you keep asking for it, there's a disconnect there. So I would say you need to lead by example. Number five, you need to lead by example and go out there and do your best to support other people in your space and share the love that you're asking for. So Mm, there's one thing you can take into next year right there. Okay, so you're in review and I know you've got meetings to run to. So let's do this rapid fire so we can kind of go through this. Um, I had some thoughts about how we close off this year mm-hmm. and end well and start well next year. So one of my tips would be to take a look at all of your all of your pre-authorized subscriptions from the past. Take a look at your bank statement, your credit card statement, all of those automated, you know, renewals that are happening. Look at that list and say, okay, do I really need A, B, and C? Can I get away with not using, am I not using this at all, but still paying for it? Good time to review your bank statements, kind of look at the end of your year and go, okay, I need to make some changes here because I'm spending money that I don't need to on things that I don't use. So take a quick look at that. What do you have? I think that's a great tip. I think that's a great tip. Um, So my tips are, I touched on earlier, sitting down and kind of brainstorming but in a in a very open and honest way so grab a pen and paper out think about the last 12 months how did it go did you achieve the financials you needed to achieve I see some great great ideas there from from Dave what was your income and did you if your income isn't where it needed to be did you do enough did you I'm not talking about did you work hard enough because I'm sure you did work so hard, but did you do enough of the things that take you forward? So I have a, um, on my wall in front of me, I have a saying, is this getting the boat moving? So I love the analogy of in, of being in a boat. And I always, you know, talk about stormy waters and finding the calm waters and kind of having a boat full of disengaged and engaged people and, and a boat. So I don't like being on the water I don't like it but I seem to use boats a lot in my analogies is this getting the boat moving and what is what I'm doing getting me to where I need it to get to Mm. and in all honesty for me last year I didn't do that I've got that saying on my wall did I listen to it no I did things that it was not getting the boat moving in fact it's probably taking me backwards so actually I really need to be very clear on next year what I need to do to get my boat moving and I think it's something very simple don't be embarrassed when like when you said to me Dave tell us your website I don't like doing that I do not like sharing my stuff the sales side of things I can train sales I can manage sales I can do all that I can do it but I don't like doing it for me I don't mm-hmm. like doing it. So I get all, oh, I don't want to share my website. I want to share it. <laughs> but I need to be more, <laughs> I need to do more of that stuff. Yeah. So it's really kind of understanding what maybe didn't go well last year and why. 
and being very honest with yourself. Because like with me, I know why. I know why I didn't achieve everything I wanted to achieve this year. I know why. I'm very wishy-washy. I will send wishy-washy emails. I won't put call to actions on anything. I will be so wishy-washy. I will find it, make it very difficult for people to work with me because I don't have a button that says work with me, book a call with me now. I don't have mm-hmm. that. Um, so it's about really understanding what is it. And if you have achieved, fabulous. How did you do that? What do you need to continue doing? And what do you need to change? Then take yourself to the next level next year. Okay, so there's this whole idea about arriving at your destination and looking towards the future. So there's a story I heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a great story otherwise. And it it was about, you know, people leaving and going to the new world, Mm -hmm. traveling by ship across the ocean and arriving at this amazing new place they've never been. They set up a community along the seashore and they're content because they have their new home. And one day somebody stood up in a town hall meeting and said, how about we build a road one mile west out of town? And everyone was like, why? We've just traveled so far to get here. Can't we just be content with being at this new location? Can't we just live here and just enjoy all the fruits of our labor? But I love the idea of, well, what if one mile down the road, there's something even better? Like, is this it? Are we done? Or like we got to where we wanted to be and we're going to be content? Or is there something more? Is there something we can work towards? Like, what if? Like, maybe there's mountains. We haven't seen the mountains. Maybe we should go towards the mountains. I don't know. Maybe there's a lake or a or something special that we haven't we're not aware of because we've got to this point and we're content to not move forward. So I'm looking at a 2023 saying, yes, I'm happy. I've got some great stuff happening. I agree get to meet great people like Tamsin, but what's 2023 going to be like? Can I build a road into the wilderness and see where it leads? Because it might lead to something that I would never have anticipated if I was content with where I've arrived to. So my goal in 2023 is to to build that road. I love that. I have no idea where I'm going, Tamsin. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I have no idea where I'm headed. Doesn't matter. Right? Mm -hmm. But if I don't build the road, I'll never know. Mm And, you know, people, people say you have to, some people say you you have to know where you're going. You have to know what you, but do you know, if it doesn't feel right and you want to just start building that road and see where it's going to take you, it's all got to be aligned with what feels right for you. Some people, if they set high goals that they, they just, that scare them, it's going to put them off just making that first step so if that doesn't align with you I say don't do it I say do whatever feels right that's going to take you forward and going to up level you your business but make it really exciting as well because we don't be bored do we want something that's fun and exciting and brings us joy and going down a path where you don't know where it's going to lead I can tell, Dave, it really excites you. Some people might be thinking, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I can't do I can do that. I can do that. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter, does it? Yeah. We're all different. We're all so different. Yeah. And it's super exciting, super exciting. Okay, I can't Tamsin, wait to see where getting, it goes. I know, right? We're getting close mm-hmm. to the end of our time together. Okay. You have meetings to jump to. Close us off, Tamsin. Give us a great 
Giving us a great uh, word, some encouragement going into the end of the year, into the new year. How are we going to be successful? What What's your biggest tip you can share with us off the top of your head from your vast knowledge? How do we close this off? Okay, so my biggest tip is don't listen to anybody else. You know what you want to achieve. You know deep down what feels right. You know actually I want to try this or I want to do this or I want to, if it excites you and if it sets your soul alight and it really interests you do it just do it don't worry about what anybody else thinks says does just just do what you want to do if you want to aim for something aim for it if you just want to take a step in the direction take a step in the direction but please just be really kind to yourself we are coming out of a very turbulent time. The last three years have just been unbelievable. And I said to you, Dave, before we started recording, like, everything feels a bit different this year. People are, they're not racing to the end of the year. They're just taking it one step at a time. And by taking it one step at a time, we take it all in. We appreciate everything. We find more joy. And next year, don't race, don't race to get it all done. Enjoy the process. Because if you enjoy the process, you'll be happier. And if you're happier, you're going to be high performing. And it's going to be a great year. You might not like saying your website, but I do. Tamsin Hall Coaching. Make sure you guys <laughs> go there and check it out because Tamsin has been here on the podcast with me as a co-host for many, many episodes. You have to go back and hear all of them because they're outstanding. Tamsin, thank you for making time for me today. Anytime. Thank you. I know you have to jump to a meeting, but appreciate this and have a ha happy holiday with your family. Happy and we'll look forward to talking Christmas. to you in the new year. Okay. Absolutely. And happy Christmas to everybody as well. Have a great time. Awesome.